this morning. Great walk on music from the Badger Institute, Director of Policy, Pat McElheron. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I am well, Meg. Well, I am glad that you are joining me on this unseasonably warm, well, I guess we can say sp- almost spring day. Is it uh, pretty nice down in uh, your part of the state? You know, it's thawed, it's sunny, it's, uh, it's a lovely day. Yeah, it's, I mean, the only thing that is deceptive, and of course we got spoiled this winter, it, there are, as I'm looking out the window outside the station, there are big piles of snow that I can see, but it's really not reflective of what we have experienced this uh, winter. I don't know if you guys have any snow down uh, in, uh, are you, you're in the Milwaukee area, correct? Yeah, north north end of metro Milwaukee, so. Yeah, so no, yeah. no snow down there. It, it's, uh, uh, it, you know, there's snow banks um, uh, left, but you can tell they're in retreat. <laughs> in retreat, that's great. Well, yeah, and I think they will be more so after another warm, sunny day. Well, unfortunately, I wish we could just talk about warm, su- sunny days because that seems to be much more uplifting than the, well, than this perpetual uh, mantra from the left mm-hmm. about how much money is enough to properly educate a uh, a school child in wisconsin and you know as you answer or as you quipped when we were off air it's uh never enough right it's the greater symbol right that's that's kind of (laughs) exactly so let's talk um let's at least start by talking about this uh well this idea that i hope uh comes to fruition uh with regard to a bill that would eliminate any kind of reliance on property taxes to fund choice and charter schools here in Wisconsin. Yeah, and this is kind of a, uh, a weird and complicated little thing. It's it's that for school choice programs outside of the city of Milwaukee, Milwaukee doesn't count on this. That's half the uh, half the choice enrollment in the state right there, and this is that's out of the equation for the moment. For school choice everywhere else in the state, um, the state pays. Uh, a sum of money per kid that the kids' parents can take with them to any private school they're choosing, uh, or to an independent public charter school. And uh, but the weird part is that when it's a private choice school, the money gets funneled first through the resident school district's books, the the school district the kid lives in, and then it gets reduced. There's a reduction in state aid, and it's some vast shuffle. Uh, and the whole point is to try to, I'm not sure what the point was, uh, when this was instituted in, I think, 2014, uh, it uh, complexified what had been a simple thing, simply the state sending the money along, the, here's your state aid, you can take it where you want. Um, and it, it had the effect of loading some of the cost of the program onto property taxes. You'll occasionally hear people who oppose school choice saying this, but it's, it's raising your property taxes. Now, remember, the local school district doesn't lose a thing. Uh, that's the whole point. Um, if aid is reduced from their, uh, how much they get from the state, they also get to raise an equivalent amount in property taxes. Again, it's uh, it's supposed to um, ding the property tax payers in, uh, I don't know, Boscobel or wherever, uh, once a kid leaves to go, to go to something better. Well, this bill changes that. Uh, it just makes it a straightforward, here's your state aid to... Uh, with you to the school of your choice, 
the local district isn't affected at all. It's an idea called decoupling. Uh, and it, um, it vastly simplifies the program. It puts everybody on the same footing that Milwaukee has been phasing toward for a couple of years. Um, much simpler, um, much simpler accounting for local public school districts as well. Um, so the deal, um, it, it costs about $293 million in state aid. Uh, that, that much more state aid will go to school districts, about $290 million more. Uh, property taxes will fall about $220 million statewide, and there's about $70 million in just straight-up additional aid for local public school districts in there, uh, sort of sweeten the deal. Um, this, uh, this simplifies the funding for both choice and for public charters throughout the state. And uh, all in all, it's a good idea. Passed the assembly yesterday. I think it was, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, what was it? It was uh, 6435. Um, Party lines? Pretty close, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think it was exactly on party lines. Uh, Spiros voted yes. Uh, um, uh, Callahan voted yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, who else. Uh, who else is in the uh, within the range of your voice there? But well, uh, I would yeah. imagine Pat Snyder and John Spiros oh, yeah. and uh, Mary. Mm -hmm. Well, yep. not Mary Fosca. She's in the Senate. But um, uh, any of our assembly members that are that are near. Oh, uh, Donna Roser. I would presume she was also a yes on this. Obviously, all all uh, Republicans. Yep. You know, what I, as I was, as I was saying, well, first That's of all, who, who was the author of this bill? Uh, ba, 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 who was the author on this? This was, um, uh, it was a great idea that's been boiling around for a, a long time. I think it was Ellen Shute. Oh, okay. Who was the, uh, who was the, the main driver on this? Um, uh, Dave Massey had something to do with it, too. Uh, so a lot, a, lot of, a lot of good people in on it because it's a, such a common sense idea, as they say. Uh, it's. It just simplifies what had been a weirdly sort of three-card money of money um, uh, and, and makes it a fairly straightforward proposition. Look, you want uh, uh, you're a parent. You think that a different school will do better for your kid. Here, take your state aid. You can go. Uh, that's, what, that's what it moves to. And it's a, it's, a, it's a fantastic way of respecting parents' role as the primary overseers of, uh, of, of raising their children. Um, it's a great thing. So it's on its way to the Senate. Uh, does on it have sponsorship Senate. there? Yeah, prospects are good. There's a bill moving in the Senate. Uh, uh, things are looking bright there. Uh, we'll see if it passes with the governor. He, right. uh, he has made decent sounds in the past about it. And frankly, like I say, it's got 70, 70 million additional bucks uh, just straight up over the top for uh, public school districts to... Um, uh, ease the transition, uh, so to speak, and um, it's uh, it, it it is a better deal for every child being educated in the state, whether they go to a, uh, uh, a traditional public school, a uh, independent charter, private school, whatever. Everybody wins. That's the thing. You know what's interesting, it's Pat, is, is um, those who oppose. Uh, the funding of school choice with taxpayer dollars, they, they, they must not understand math, math very well because their, their argument is always, oh, it's taking money away from the public schools. Well, it's actually following the student to wherever the student goes. So why would you, you, know, why would, um, why would you pay more to a school that doesn't have the student that would, you know, usually attend there and it's it's kind of a 
uh, I, I don't know, it's it's a really weak argument to make that claim that it's taking money from the public schools because, you know, as I said at the beginning of our conversation, you can never get a Democrat to answer the question, how much money is enough? What What is the dollar amount that will properly and successfully educate an individual child in the Wisconsin schools? And, and that's an, uh, to be blunt, that's an immensely complex question. Uh, some years ago, there was sort of an effort to uh, rethink school funding along what they were calling adequacy lines. This is chiefly out of the left. Um, and there would be additional dollars if the child was poor. There would be additional dollars, you know, this sort of thing. Uh, that that never really took off because there was never really consensus about how to do it. As it stands, school districts now uh, vary widely in their per-pupil spending. Uh, so um, some are kind of costly. Milwaukee Public Schools spends about $18,000 a kid. Madison, a little less. Um, there are school districts that spend, uh, I think the lowest spending school district in the state spends about $12,500 uh, per child, which, by the way, that's still more than the per child amount for um, uh, for school choice, by the way, uh, which is 12000 for a high schooler. Uh, so, I mean, it varies a bit. And the results vary a bit. And one of the clear things is that results don't correlate to spending. Uh, it's it, it, at no point is a district able to say, "Pay us more, and we will give you better results." Usually, the appeal, and, and we're hearing this in a lot. I mean, there are a lot of districts asking for taxpayer override the revenue limit. This is what Milwaukee's doing. It's asking for about uh, was two hundred fifty million dollars in. Uh, in additional money by asking its voters to override the revenue limits on the district, the, the, the limits that are controlling how bad their, their taxes are. Um, it's asking for $250 million, and it has uh, it's lost something like 40% of its population in the past uh, 30 years, uh, its student population. Uh, it has a hard time thinking about which school buildings to close. It's got major overcapacity issues. Well, I mean, at some point, you really have to start saying, are we using our uh, resources well? And we're kind of looking into that to see how well they are used. Some, maybe they are on some things. Maybe they are on to, aren't on others. We'll, uh, we'll take a look into that. Well, we hope that the adults um, in the room are uh, looking at this more clearly because I look at the amount of money per pupil that is spent in the Milwaukee public school system and the results aren't the proficiency results don't match the amount that's invested. So it's it's quite unfortunate. It really doesn't speak to the argument of the left that the more money that is funded to the schools, the 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 better the students will do. It it the argument just doesn't uh, doesn't work. Well, Pat McElheron, thanks for joining me this morning. As always, I appreciate you uh, uh, and all your efforts to well to push taxpayer friendly policy here in Wisconsin. I hope you have a wonderful day. Well, thank you. And you too, Meg. Take care. Thanks, Pat. Going to a break. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News. The News Station, AM 550, FM 99.9 WSAU.